Welcome to Indigo Sounds, a podcast from CNSC. I'm your host, David Stringer, and this week we have Sarah and Austin from Columbia Band Flippants on the show. They stopped by the studio on a Thursday morning after playing with the Kaiju at New Brooklyn the night before. A couple of quick corrections from the show. The next Passogs event is on December 14th, not December 15th. Sarah brings up Gold Light, and we wanted to mention that they have a show coming up in Columbia on December 15th on their Southern Winter Tour, so be sure to check that out. Go ahead and put it in your calendar so you can have back-to-back events on there. And Austin is doing a DJ set on Friday night at Noma Flea. It'll be a sort of a post-flea market party, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So the flea market starts at 6, and then Austin goes on at 8.30 about and goes till 10 o'clock. So uh, let's dig in. What's the most you would pay for a vintage band tee? Oh. Are you on Grailed or anything? No. Like a Poshmark? Oh, yeah. Grailed? eBay? I'm all, I'm all about that Poshmark. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. eBay, yes. Yes. Um, I also get, go bopping around to um, Katie's shop. What's the they, new shop in Five Points? Yeah, Panter Pete. Yeah, yeah, Panter yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I only hit them at the market. I haven't been to the actual brick and mortar. I need to stop Hashtag same. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been to that uh, one off of, um, it's near like AC Flora High School, near Forest Acres? No. Kind of behind a Mexican restaurant. No. They have the best Instagram I've never been at. Throwback Vintage. Ooh, okay. Uh-uh. Oh. Ooh, we also love Refined. Oh, Refined's great. Yeah. We're doing a uh, pop-up with them. Are you really? Yeah. Oh. Nobody knows about it, so I guess I'll tell them it's December 15th, I think. Oh. Nice. And uh, it's going to be in a new space downtown, and they're doing like a pop-up holiday market. Oh, my God. And I'm going to do like <laughs> a live uh, DJ Pass the Ox set. Oh, yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. And I'm not a DJ, but like I play one at work. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Like you put on your DJ hat. They they call me DJ Dave at work because uh, I'll come into Zoom meetings early and just start playing music. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's become a thing. (laughs) I like that. What is is it past the ox DJ set? Yeah. I don't know yet because it's a joke to me because I play weather channel music. Oh yeah. Like Kenny G and stuff like that. And as my, that's my, uh, DJ sound. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I just am making it up. I thought it was funny. I love that. What happened? So you did one of these, right? Already. There was a past yeah, the accident. So we did one. Uh, we did one with Stagbrier. Yeah. And it was awesome. Cool. And then we did one with WSE. And we had zero people show up. Oh. Like literally oh. zero. Oh. Uh, but we still had a good time. Isn't yeah. that lovely? Yeah. Like yeah. we, uh, well, there were enough people involved in it. Yeah. So we still had like 15 people there. Yeah. Yeah. So we just all hung out. And I, I thought it was just as good in a way. I'm so happy you said that. Like I ended up having, like I hosted a show, like a in-house show at mm-hmm. the edition. It was like the same day grunge prom was. And I was like really upset because nobody showed up. And I thought it was like so cool. It was like um, Joe Chang. Yeah, Gold I love Light, Joe. Gold and, Light. Yeah. yeah, and Marshall Brown. And uh, oh, gosh. What's her name? Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm blanking on her name, but she's very cool. She came out with a new album. Anyways, is it Darby Wilcox? No, it wasn't. No. Um, but there, nobody came. <laughs> no, that's not true. Maybe the two people came, but it felt disappointing at first. But honestly, it was like one of the most intimate and really nice experiences. Well, <laughs> the the easy part about that is if there's ever any silence in the room, Marshall will just talk, so <laughs> you don't have to worry about uh, anything awkward with Marshall. Yeah, no, it was actually great. He brought this like cool game, uh, which. <laughs> 
I got him not to message him. It was like a game that called Milk. It's called Milk or something. M-E-L-K. He's gonna hear this and be like, "That is not what it's called." <laughs> It's some weird game. It's all it's all wooden, and you're like throwing. Ted was out there playing. Oh, I played it with him before. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Do you know what it's called? Moog? Milk? I don't know. I don't know. God. Oh my goodness! So Marshall lived um, <laughs> behind me oh. for like six years, <laughs> and a, uh, that must have been a hoot. It was a lot. Yeah, we were because we were both like having a lot of fun going out a lot then, and uh, it was probably one of the best times. Well, it was a great period of both of our lives, I would say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because he was living in a little, kind of like a space we are now, but an upstairs apartment just in our backyard. So the joke was always like, "Yeah, Marshall lives in my backyard." Yeah, and he did. <laughs> but, uh, and it wasn't a joke. But he had a really. It was like a really cool uh, backdoor apartment space. Yeah. Nice. Oh, that's cool. That is cool. So what is the most you would pay for a vintage band tee? Uh, um, $30 is probably my... $30? Yeah, yeah. What's your favorite band? Oh, my God. Ooh, vintage, vintage band or band band? Like vintage uh, band. So like, so you get like a Pink Floyd tour short shirt from the 70s, like maybe $80? Yeah. Oh, if it was like a Talking Heads... Dude, that's what I was about yeah. to say. Same. Talking like Heads, that. yeah. like. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, about $80 for sure. Okay. There are 100%. exceptions. 100%. That was my answer, so I can't really say anything. I just think there's a bunch of jerks in LA who spend... Yeah. They're just like gobbling up they're they're driving up the ebay price for the south carolina folks trying to collect old band tees. oh yeah yeah it really makes me mad because they don't mind spending like 150 right yeah yeah that's, that's ridiculous I mean, yeah. yeah no and to be honest with you to answer your question about how much have you spent no i'm not because I've yeah. never purchased. I've like you when you said vintage shopping, I was thinking just like thrifting. Yeah. You know, I don't I well, have thrifting like, is gold because you're gonna you get the gold they don't other than whatever Goodwill's turned into. Exactly. Um, yeah. outside of that, I love curated uh vintage finds. Yeah. Oh, I do too, yeah. Yeah. And always they you know, yeah, Goodwill does kinda like you could, there's a lot to say about Goodwill, but these pants are from there actually. And <laughs> I do you like pride myself on like, I think like maybe I would say 50% to 60% of my wardrobe is like thrifted or secondhand. Very cool. So I like that. Recycle. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Reuse. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Um, how was last night? <laughs> it was fun. There's a lot of fire. There was a lot of fire. Tell us, tell yes. us, tell everybody what we're talking about when I say what was last, how was last night? Uh, because y'all both don't look like you, uh, you know. Went through it. We the were, ringer we were last alive night. last Good. night. I feel yeah. like it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, last night we played um, a show at New Brooklyn Tavern with Christworm, Abacus, and Daikaiju. Daikaiju. The, the infamous Daikaiju. Um, absolutely in, insane night of music. Uh, everybody was fantastic, but you just, you, you never can prepare yourself for Daikaiju. It's just. Uh, mm. It's a tribal. It, it's it feels so tribal to me, which I just I think is something that we really lack these days. We like we need to get together and set a drum set on fire, and <laughs> I agree, yeah. you know, just have that sort of you know some shamans lead us through it a, felt like a ritual yeah, it felt like a ritualistic experience yeah. like just like being there and looking around i intentionally was i can't wait to see all the videos but my, my ass yeah. had my phone and sorry if i'm not supposed to cuss oh, yeah, i had my phone you can say whatever the fuck you want Excellent. oh there it is i had that motherfucking phone in my bag no i was just <laughs> not even looking at it i was just so 
I just wanted to look at everybody. It was really nice to like look around and see how everybody else was enjoying it too. Yeah, I like yeah. to do that. So it's so funny that you say that because that's what I was doing when y'all last played at New Brooklyn with Stag Breyer. I was looking at the crowd uh, and their reactions. <laughs> Isn't that fun? Like Austin's bringing out a ladder. You almost oh, yeah. knock Gabe out within the first like fifteen oh, seconds. Yeah, you just typical I mean, shit, you know. Oh yeah. Um, oh my god! Last night too. Speaking of like crowd watching and looking at things, got the kaiju called up Sean Rayford. Oh hell yeah! Yes. And he, uh, he this guy he stage he stage dives and it was epic. Had his camera in his hand. Yeah. And turns around is taking pictures oh, from like after god. stage diving. I, I cannot wait, wait yeah. to see those shots. That <laughs> is gonna be incredible. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Yeah. It was nuts. So was it flaming then? Were the flames? The flames weren't. Oh, yeah. How did yet. those come out at the end of the set? Yeah, it was yeah the end of the set. they really, they really built up the tension. And they then, did. Yeah. They pulled a lot of people onto the stage. Yeah. Um, which is, and you know, I've only, gosh, the only two times I've seen Dakaiju is when I played when we played with them. Yeah. So, and like you know, there's a, in the past, it's always like dismantle the drum set, have the crowd carry the drum set yeah. somewhere yeah. else, do fire out there or wherever. But this was all. Right there. On yeah. The floor. I've never seen them at New Brooklyn. I never yeah. got to see them. I'm, I guess I will never see them in New Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, but I did see them at Bar None. See, oh, I, I heard that yeah. was a legendary show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that was uh, sort of a pop up, yeah. uh, weird last minute show. And uh, so that was a fun one. That but uh, I don't think there's a better band to play with them than the Party Punkers of <laughs> Columbia. We um, we certainly enjoy them, and I think that they enjoy us as well. They're um, they're very cool people. They are cool people, really kind. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't remember if Sean is. I was about to say the lead singer. <laughs> the lead singer. Uh, I don't remember if that's his name, but I, I think it's. He goes by Sean. He goes by Sean, but David. I don't. He's got a couple names. Either way, yeah. very kind person. Like came mm-hmm. over right, and sweetheart. it was nice to like because we, you know, we played with them and I don't, you know, like know if they're gonna remember me. But they came over and like asked how the set was and said, yeah. you know, we're sorry we couldn't get here before. And I was like, dude. Um, they ended up doing a, a shirt trade, so they gave nice. me a shirt and I brought them a floor floor <laughs> flipping shirt. Sorry, sorry everybody for uh, losing. However, whatever, who cares? I gave them all um, uh, shirts to wear. <laughs> Oh heck yeah! That's yeah. just uh, yeah, just courteous. No, I uh, talked to the uh, the bassist, He's and he was. Uh, we were talking about the Snug Harbor set, which is crazy because they, their tour schedule is just insane. It, it gives me a panic they attack live every on time the I road. see it. I yeah, know. yeah. Wow, like, I love it. And though. performing like they do, it's just yeah, like, yeah, in, unfathomable. I mean, it's it's crazy. I love the masks. I do too. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, but we had a great time. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, it was so cool. To, this is Best. cool for me because I've. Being this is Flippins is the first band I've been in. I've played music, but like Flippins is the first band I've been in, and I didn't think you know I'd get to play at New Brooklyn Tavern because we were like we just hadn't we hadn't played at New Brooklyn Tavern, and then now yeah. I got to play there twice before it closed, which is really cool. I've been going there since I was a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> so are you from Columbia? Um, no, I am. I grew up like my teenager years uh, in '96 South Carolina, or uh-huh. South Carolina. Yeah. Um, would come to Columbia to go see shows. Very so. cool. I've uh, I've been to a festival in '96. In '96, yeah, it's 96 miles from Columbia, I believe. Yes, it's a battleground. And, yeah, <laughs> it's a battleground. Uh, it was called Homemade Genius. Oh my ago. gosh! Yeah, yeah. Oh. holy cow! Yeah, that was a long time ago. I went yeah. to Homemade Genius as well. Um, and I think, oh gosh, what's the band that just came and played? Uh, 
oh, that's going to bother me. That's okay. They came and played with, um, uh, was it Deer Blanc or Stagbriar? It was like a re- reunion. Yeah. And uh, Whale? It has the word Whale in it? Maybe. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Either way, I don't know. they're a band from Greenwood, and they did a lot of, I think anyways, I'm just saying things now, who knows? <laughs> they did a lot with We, we can rewrite the history, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, you know what? They're from 96 South Carolina. They actually live on the battleground. <laughs> they live on the battleground. <laughs> but that's wild. Yeah, Homemade Genius. I remember, I forgot the name of it, but yeah, I remember it now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, it's it's always been wild to me that uh, you can go out into the middle of South Carolina and find... And still find. Uh, well... There was at one point where I wanted to do like a little series because there, I know so many musicians in Columbia and Charleston mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, a lot of the famous, more famous ones from South Carolina are from small towns, yeah. very small towns like a Saluda yeah. or a 96 or mm-hmm. like I'm from the middle of like Blue Ridge out like 30 minutes outside of Greenville. So. Yeah. And there's a lot of people like that. Uh, Marcus King even, uh, yeah. who's like, he's from the middle of... Uh, isn't like he the from mountain. Greenwood? Uh, no, green outside of Greenville, up in the mountains. Out in the mountains, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's just South Carolina for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, where are you from? Cool. Austin. Uh, originally North Augusta. What brought you to Columbia? College. I'm a USC uh, alumni, um, alumnus, alumnus, alumnit, um, Illuminati, alum, Illuminati. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we can, we'll get there. No, I'm um, a USC Illuminati. <laughs> Yeah, so I uh, I came up for for school and I never left. So, nice. Yeah. And is Flippins your first band in Columbia? Flippins is my third band. Third band. Yeah. What were your other bands? Um. So. Oh gosh, I I, I got into music kind of late into my twenties. I was worried about starting a career that I ended up hating. But um, uh, <laughs> in my in my late twenties, uh, I just. Decided that I was just wanted to play bass in a band, so I, I joined this. I, I can't, I can't really remember the name. Um, and this, this is really funny. What I do remember about the band, and I was probably in the band for like three or four months. Um, like it was one of those cover bands. Kind of all the guys were older, and um, you know it was chill, but like nobody really knew anybody's like last name. It was like you what, know what year was this? God. So I'm trying to man. figure out if y'all are like on the Wild Wing circuit. Weren't you on the brewery circuit? We were on the practice and try to get a gig circuit. Practice and try to get yeah. a gig circuit. Yeah. A lot of my old bandmates are like, they kill it in cover bands. Oh my gosh, yeah. They're playing like, uh, I don't know, Arma Orchestra and yeah, stuff like that. And that's getting the, paid thousands of dollars. Yeah. That's where the money's at, yeah. I think it'd be fun. I mean, I, we have yet to do, well, we've talked about, actually, we are going to do a cover yeah, gonna, that's, that's fun. Get our shit together. We're going to get our shit together. Yeah, we yeah, yeah, yeah. Not <laughs> under Flippin', so, right? What's that? Are you doing the cover set under Flippin'? Uh, yeah. Are. I'm yeah. thinking okay. about it. Yeah, but, yeah. And Flippin's did a cover set last, was it two years ago? Yeah, we did I guess? Uh, the Queens, Queens of the Stone Stone Age. Age. Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. That was great. That was for the New Year's. Um, that was prior Flippin'. Sarah yeah. Flippin' wasn't, Sarah was not a Flippin', but I was there. Did you yeah. get uh, Dave Grohl on drums? Yes. Yes. Believe it or not. (laughs) He flew in. Absolutely. You had to get somebody from the Nirvana. Showed up late. Cover band. The heart shaped box cover band. That would have been perfect. (laughs) Yeah. 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 yeah, But uh, I was. was, um, Oh, yeah. And then um, I ended up moving on from that and then starting. It's just like a little short lived three piece. um, And uh, that was called. Oh, my gosh. 
Club Bardo. Um, and then that ended. The front man moved away. You weren't the front man. I was not. I was a bassist. So this is your bands. first time sort of fronting. Yeah. So Flippins is yeah. definitely your baby though, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gabe and I just got to talking one day and, and uh, it was right before the pandemic hit. And we were just like, yeah, why don't we start like a punk band kind of thing? <laughs> you know, that'd be fun. And uh, here we are like three years later. Did you know the performance aspect it was going to be like it was? I think so. Idea. I, th- I, th- I think so um, because I kind of have this idea in my mind that I've always been a, just a really big fan of like, you know, Iggy Pop and that that, that kind of like, mm-hmm. I, I really love the performance aspect of, you know, live music, maybe more so than the music itself. Um, but uh we started the band and then the pandemic hit. So by the time we played our first show, and shout out to Carlin for this, um, MBT opened back up like a year later and we were really practiced and bored and like just ready to play a show. And um, it just so happened that like we played one of the first shows when New Brooklyn Tavern started doing shows again. And... Um, the crowd was just insane. Yeah. Not because they were all excited for this band that they'd excited for live music and the There's energy. People. Yeah. Yeah. And the energy was so crazy. And, uh, we just went off and I'd already always kind of intended for there to be like a sort of live, uh, crazy sort of aspect to things. I wasn't sure what direction it was going to take. I'm actually surprised at the direction it has taken, but, um, um, yeah, I feel like if it, if things hadn't aligned for that first show, maybe things would be different, but I don't know. I also, I just kind of have that dog. I mean, I just gotta, <laughs> I, I just gotta get, get a little crazy sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Know? Uh, tell me, uh, I, I want people to, uh, hear y'all describe the visuals of the, um, CMA Boyd Plaza show with, <laughs> um, because that, uh, that was the perfect way to, perform at that space oh like you gosh. took up the whole floor yeah uh covered it with white cloth or something i guess canvas cloth uh, yeah huge plastic i think it was like 20 by 20 um and then i beforehand i laid a, a giant canvas drop cloth um taped it down and everything folded it up i always when i when i plan these big things for shows <clears throat> The most important thing to me is to, excuse me, when I plan these big shows, <laughs> the most important thing uh, is to, like, be able to set it up quick and take it down fast. So, like, I, you know, I, I did all the prep, but I um, just basically made a huge, just rolled out a huge canvas um, under Boyd Plaza and had a bunch of paint. Um, Water didn't, soluble. Didn't ask. Yeah, it was it was water soluble except for the purple, except for the like purple one paint. bottle of the purple slipped through, and it's still there's still some uh, there's still some you gotta leave your mark some purple yeah yeah, yeah. every time I see purple it I'm like I don't really like that um, but yeah and uh, we just uh, we all wore white outfits that yes was good. And that, that was, was playing all that wear white yeah. yeah and to like get I kind of really wish I would have rolled around in that a little bit not even more just at all yeah. I didn't roll around in it I kind of went over there and like. Ran my finger through it, but I was also like, 
I'm going to go do something. Do I really want to be covered in paint right now? I would, if someone would have gotten paint on me more than what I was somehow unscathed. Yeah. And then I went over there and was just like, "Mm." but, um, (laughs) I think we all went to transmission and it looked like a freak show. Yeah. But it was lovely. It was okay. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, yeah. And then we just, uh, got messy and threw paint around and, um, just did like a live, I mean, if you can call it a live painting, I just, uh, I kind of like that it like just, just taking the kinetic energy of the band and like putting it into, into something visual, yeah. you oh, know? Yeah. So that, that was really cool. Um, and it was a great idea for and that space. Yeah. Somehow, uh, no one had a problem with it. <laughs> uh, you know, they're like, these people are crazy. We can't say anything to them. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> <laughs> if they said anything to you, you'd be like, I'm going to paint you. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to be painted? I Do won't you use the water-soluble one. Oh, <laughs> yeah, man. It'll be purple. Austin also put, didn't you like drink? Sometimes I don't know things that Austin does. Yeah. Um, and so I hear about them afterwards, mostly because, I don't know, I'm like looking down at my face, yeah. looking at whoever. And um, I heard that he, they were like, was that real paint? And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, it was like, what paint. do you think? You can see it. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, no, the one that he drank. <laughs> I was oh, like, shoot. what? Did you drink some like oh, liquid out of a paint jug or something? Did I drink paint? I, uh, I need no to sidebar here. Sidebar <laughs> yeah. here. I saw on the internet yesterday that the 92 year old man who ate half a bucket of paint on accident because he thought it was yogurt, he passed away. How As I? a result <laughs> of the paint, you know the tweet didn't go into that. Hold up! And I tried to click through and find out if it was effects from eating half a bucket of. It was like a pint. It was oh like a gosh. Ben and Jerry's paint. You know? How do you a Ben and Jerry's paint? And he ate half of it, and it was this poor old man with a uh, green uh, paint all over his mouth. It was green. It was a uh, like sea foam. Uh, Science, sea foam green. It yeah, wasn't even yogurt colored. It oh, was. I mean, it, it was like gogurt colored. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Well, he thought it was key lime pie. <laughs> but the man, yeah, he, yeah. he ate half of it. So but I'm wondering what they put in because they always people used to eat paint chips. So I got. He must have been like having flashbacks of when he was a kid. Oh my gosh. I'm wondering. I want to have like a. I'd like to take a deep dive on this guy. Yeah. Yeah. I just I needed y'all to look into it. Yeah. Um, after this, absolutely. I will absolutely do um, that. <laughs> I'm wondering if he was just like sitting there, like oh, this has got to get better. I don't know if he. <laughs> the fruits at the bottom. I gotta get there. I know. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. there are some marshmallows down here. So. Yeah. <laughs> if uh, I, at one point, I would I would have just dumped in some granola. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. It'll yeah. make this paint better. Which is such a good move. <laughs> or some chips, at least, like uh, paint chips. Yeah, paint chips. Crumble on top. <laughs> Um, so I need to, I've been, this is what I've been most excited about talking mm. to y'all about on the podcast yeah. because y'all seem really connected to the alternative venues of Columbia. Yes. Yeah. And by alternative venues, I mean, um, ones that you can't Google. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, because y'all post pictures and I'm like, where's, where's this space? Yeah. Where's that space? Where? Where's this space? I know where out the addition is, but I don't know where any of these other places are. Right, right. And y'all are like, hey, pop-up show tonight. Yeah. And then people know about it. I'm like, who are these people? You know, these these house show venues, which about it, just, oh, I love. Uh, you me know, too. I, I mean, I, I think I, I, it's just a different kind of show when you're just playing in a in a room in somebody's living room with all the furniture moved out and it's you just can't it's just just 
it's amazing. But um, I agree, you can't beat that energy. You know, I I think there's like one right now in Colombia. You know, the the lifespan on these things. Exactly. Like, I tell people all the time, you gotta appreciate them. Yeah. Uh, I did one for two years, and it was the hardest. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. And I would do it a million times again, but uh, it sucked. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I would, uh, bands would stay and I'll get woken up middle of the night. I'm like, dude, I gotta go to work at right. 30. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. that's what, that was life. You had to like, if you live in a house show venue, yeah. uh, you just have to own that life. You do. Yeah. <sighs> that's, yeah. and I don't think uh, no, most people aren't willing to do that right now. <laughs> no. Forever. Now that people got locked in their homes for a year and a half, right. two years, they're like, they're like I don't been, want to be in boo. You can't come up here. <laughs> yeah, this is my nest. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 It, I, I think there has to be like, you know, obviously a, just a alignment of a lot of factors, you know, like cool neighbors or neighbors yeah. far enough away, you know, um, like you said, people willing to actually put up with living in that situation. Do, uh, I, I think I'm also interested in how you sort of find the bands that are in this network to play the venues. Hmm. Um, Especially, mostly, I mean, y'all have so many connections with a touring acts. Uh, yeah. Well, I think through the band and through your other projects. You know, I'm, like. I'm not going to say anything. That, that is totally a Sarah question because you do so much of the booking. Actually, Gabe, I do. Gabe, Gabe does a lot of the booking and Gabe has a lot of networking, as you know. I will say, like, I do think that booking through four at the edition set for a long period of time did kind mm-hmm. of like give some connections, maybe, or like talking to people and like getting to know more people for sure. But, um, as far as like touring connections go, I really would uh, give that credit to Gabe. Like, who have we played? Like, I mean, Dekaiju, he just, he, as he said, he cold, he cold turkey emailed them. <laughs> it's no fun to me once uh, booking just, agents get involved. Um, book like, who? booking yeah. agents. Yeah. When agents get yeah. involved, like, because I used to book shows a ton. Yeah. And it would be great to work with the bands and sort of like set things up. Yeah. And then an agent would get involved, a band would get too big. Yeah. And I'll be like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Is funny. This is like work it's, now. It's just oh, right. Word of right. mouth, too. Like, I remember, I'm thinking about it now. I was just thinking, because they're like Tyler Dorman. Tyler Dorman? Yeah. Um, is his name Tyler Dorman? Shit. Is he a Dorman? <laughs> He's a doorman, believe No, yeah, he plays Tyler the doorman. Yeah. Like the creator. Yeah, <laughs> Tyler, Tyler the creator. No, Tyler he the plays Roman. in um he plays in a band here, metal band. Um Your Spirit Dies? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I think yeah. it's your spirit. I know one of them. Um Those so guys. he messaged me telling me like, friends were coming through town and was like can you help me find a show for these folks? Like I, they are, you know, Brooklyn's booked or the other places yeah. are booked. And I was like, uh, yeah. And it ended up being Devin Hopkins from, of Winley yeah, and yeah. Myrtle beach. And he is oh, such yeah. a nice dude. What he a guy. does a lot of booking at spaces there, which are really cool. In my opinion, like the, where we played was pretty fucking neat. And yeah, the, yeah. the coffee house, so uh, Arcadia studios. Coffee? Yeah, Arcadia studios and then yeah. coffee house or coffee shop or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but both of those places, I think he and Myrtle, Myrtle Beach shows or whatever, they, they do a lot of booking in that area. And a lot of those connections is just, it are happen, I would say like kind of naturally where it's like someone texting, like, Hey, I have this band coming through. We can't host them. Can you do it? Like, yeah. do you have anything? And so it's that, it's like that text chain of back and forth texting the people that. that, you know, are interested in doing it. Yeah. <clears throat> I think, uh, 
I think that that's something that a lot of younger bands sort of know, but they need to hear. Yeah. That yeah. a lot of it is just a text yeah. or it's a DM. Yeah. Uh, just always reach out. It doesn't hurt. Yeah. Um, but sort of the reason this podcast is, uh, I started this was so I could talk to y'all or people like y'all and yeah. y'all could talk about these house venues yeah. that are so short lived yeah. and so important. And without uh, some sort of like documented history, there's oh like a gosh. picture or two. They they're just, they're just like disappear. Yeah. Poof, yeah. With time. I, I love that oral history aspect of the yeah. house show. It's like it, it's very novel. Yeah, you hear about the the, yeah. the big ones. You know, Gabe always talks about his uh, back in the day mm-hmm. um, video video dome. Or, no. Yeah, um, that one was great. Yeah, uh, in Olympia, I went to one not far from here in Earlwood. Yeah, I think Dylan Dickerson used to live there. Okay, and the floor caved in. Nice. Oh man, during a show. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I did the House of Softcore. So we okay. mostly did acoustic shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, I didn't want my Florida cave in. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's fair. But I, there was a house of hardcore in Columbia at the same time. That's really? Cool. So they were the ones that would remove the furniture from the house yeah. and kick holes in the wall and yeah. shit. And right. uh, it was so much of a scene that I never actually made it inside the house. <laughs> I I was like, I don't. These aren't my people. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, this is totally not my space but i love that this yeah. is someone's space yeah. oh yeah uh but i don't know i i i i really want to sort of document all of that um yeah some of yeah. those have been my favorite not some of them they all have been my favorite shows playing like the how playing that house show i guess it i'm not gonna do, do what's it called jojo's coming house yeah Jojo, yeah, Jojo's yeah coming which house. is still the one that i, I think is still know. going on yeah, yeah. Oh, God. it's over in like uh um uh but i had a blast in... is it evergreen terrace like um, the band no no the the neighborhood the neighborhood i know but i think it might be called evergreen oh, terrace. Is it? it is yeah, yeah. okay yeah. yeah yeah um they probably lived over there <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, was, that was where they got their name that, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the only evergreen terrace in america <laughs> <laughs> but uh i think that one's still going occasionally i think um and that is like a, just a classic punk house I mean, yeah very just, much yeah and then some spaces else, like in Athens and in Charleston. Yeah, they're uh, everywhere. Yeah, the yeah. Blunt, I guess it's called the Blunderbuss that we play in Athens. That's the the, that the guys from... Um, oh. I know. I hate... My brain is just fogged. You, You're you said in Athens? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so my favorite band is R.E.M. So I've yeah. read like, all about their history and oh, like yeah. coming up in Athens and everything. And uh, their first show was in the back of a church, like a man in church. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like... Just how cool that scene was with uh like the B fifty twos in the late seventies. Yeah. And yeah, uh yeah. the whole alternative culture in Athens at the time was so much more um prevalent than it is now even. People yeah. think of like, oh, things become more like liberal over time. Yeah. It's not really. No. Uh like maybe overall as a culture, mm-hmm. but the sort of pockets. Like even in the uh I think it was early nineties. There was like thirty something LGBTQ clubs in Columbia. Yeah. Um, wow. Really. Yeah. It was like a huge scene, and uh, all over the South, kind of like Athens had that same thing, and uh, like things were so much more open and free. Yeah. In a lot of ways, especially in these little communities. Yeah. And uh, I don't. Th- it's it's just different now. Like it it's is. so much more visible on like a um, like a cultural level. Yeah. But. 
I don't know if the community is the same on like a hyper local level. Yeah. It's just an interesting sort of dynamic that I've noticed. I think it is. Yeah. I, I think part of it, like, I don't want to get like too deep into this. No, I don't either. I, I, I just, yeah. But just that the, the sort of the community in the house show scene. Yeah. Uh, was, yeah. Yeah. More no. where you can be yourself. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, and I like that. I, how was the place? Stewart's house. Stewart's house in Charleston. Charleston. Yeah. Yeah. Which is Stewart is a cat. Didn't know that yeah. the whole time. Incredible. I'm looking around like, where's the dog? <laughs> <laughs> I heard there was like an animal. I was like, where's the dog? And they're like, no, no, Stuart's a cat. And I was like, great. I hope I find him. <laughs> I think Stuart was hiding him. under the house. Oh, that music was terrifying yeah. for a cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'm think there. he might have been used to it. Yeah. I think yeah. he was probably somewhere just like playing. That's what I like to think. I think it's kind of funny that most animals, at least domesticated animals, don't really seem to like music. Um, do you follow, do you see this, uh, this, uh, pedal steel player who covers, um, talking heads and no, I, I know his name so well. He's from Texas. I can't remember right now. His dog just sits right in front, just looks at it. the camera <laughs> while he's playing in front of the pedal steel. Yeah. Noah. Noah, the pedal steel player, I think is. Name. Noah, the I, pedal steel player. I love yeah. that. Yeah. I will say my dog, like. Calvin and Goose, shout out. They love acoustic. If I sit there and play acoustic guitar, oh, yeah. they will yeah. sit there and lay there. Did they approve of the song you wrote on the new album? <laughs> or not the new album, but the new release? Yeah, they approved. They totally approved. That You're was like, just, that's where I got the confidence. Yeah, they, yeah. Were, they were my audience. They were like, you got it, mama. But um, yeah, that was like, and then when we come and practice, we practice at my house sometimes. Yeah. And um, they are like, Peace out. Just, yeah. <laughs> oh, out of the room. Not about it. Not about that's it probably when you start running at them, though. Yeah, yeah. Austin <laughs> like, tried, to probably tried to pick them up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got them on top of the ladder. <laughs> They're like, once they see Austin come over, like, we don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's gonna, he's going to do. Oh, yeah. They don't either. Yeah. They don't like the unpredictability of it. They don't. The uh, crowd loves it. Yeah. Because, yeah. And I, uh, I guess the band loves that. I was like watching y'all. Uh, a lot. Yeah. I was watching the crowd and y'all more than I was watching you. <laughs> uh, good, just good. That's my biggest fear. Don't that you? is the. <laughs> well, no, it's a, there, there's a whole spectacle yeah. of like people's faces. Yeah. And yeah. just the amount of joy. Right. And shock and wonder <laughs> and nervousness. Right. Right. Uh, people get nervous yeah. watching you up there. I mean, people are holding the ladder. Yeah. yeah. People yeah, are yeah, like, he's yeah. going to fall. And I saw people like, yeah. 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 Like Admittedly, I get nervous too. And I hate, I don't want to be that person in the band, but I do. Be, I get back, like, I look at my face sometime in some of these photos. And I'm like, <laughs> what did I just see? Because I'm back there, like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I'm worried. I worried that Brad's going to fall off of Austin's shoulders. And you know what? That's not a crazy, irrational fear. If you were to fall and hit his uh, head, that would suck. It would be so bad. You need a couple of plants in the crowd to catch him. Yeah. yeah. Or just sort of lead the drive to catch him on yeah. the stage yeah. dives. Because it, it's, it sometimes comes out of nowhere. And yeah. he's like, he dives. And he's like, y'all catch me next time. Oh, man. And people are like, oh, man, we were scared of getting like our face knocked out by the guitar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, um, we played a wild show. At El Rocco in uh, El Rocco Savannah. Lounge in Savannah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which I thought they weren't going to be around much longer, but yeah. they're still around. We're going to yeah. go back there, but um, uh, that's the Charleston guy that helps run that. Oh, really? I uh, can't remember his name right now, yeah. but um, and we're friends, so uh, maybe I'll edit this and add it in. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
or like run it or like book it? He runs it and sort of books it. Oh, okay. That's awesome. He has a good um, band too. It's not small talk, is it? You talking about? No. Okay. Because th- those are the who, like I'm, yeah. I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Or Savannah guys. Wait, are they Charles? They're Savannah. They're from Savannah. But, Andy and. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, uh, uh, he he didn't have his, his wireless system, but Brad somehow made it across yeah. the bar on top of the bar and um, dove into like what a crowd of five. Um, <laughs> unsuspecting scad students and just <laughs> mowed them all down. It's not funny. It, it was... Uh, no one got hurt. No one got hurt? It was funny. Except for maybe the uh, the hanging light. Because <laughs> oh, I think yeah. he did swing from the light. Yeah. Um, At El Rocco, you are, you're in the crowd with the band. There's no... Yeah. There's no sta- the stage is on the ground. Which I much. love. Yeah. yeah. And people can see in from the street. Love that. Yeah. And Savannah's yeah. got a lot of uh, street activity, so... Yeah, that was wild. I yeah. will say this yeah. is a fun story from El Rocco. Uh, it went from punk show to nightclub in less than five seconds. Yeah, um, which was really wild. It was like we we were there playing, and then the next thing I know, I turn around and it's like crowds of people are just coming in, and there's just music, like just you know, dance, dance music yeah. playing. And this guy, uh, I guess a student. I don't. I'm gonna call him a student. I don't know if he was a student. <laughs> came by the table and stole one of our crop crop tops um a shirt and i went off on him i ran i I pulled a i don't know mother flippant i ran over there and i was like dude like that's so fucked up like do you know how much time and energy we put into like doing stuff like this and like the cost of these things and you're just like gonna take this shirt like you didn't even come to this show and he was like i paid he tried to tell me he paid for it and i was like what's your name because it's my venmo i see it yeah and he just sat there and lied to me and i was like and he said okay what's your venmo (laughs) and then he he paid for it but i was pissed i was like you really shouldn't do that it's messed up and like if you want something just like you could have marked that up at least ten dollars talk to me yeah. and i would have been like okay yeah honestly just like don't take something you yeah know? oh yeah people these days yeah Ugh. but that was just a silly experience <laughs> it was really more funny in retrospect because we yeah. had a very long conversation about like imagining that he was just like a crop top thief in savannah just like just, stealing yeah, all the crop yeah. tops <laughs> any crop top will do yeah <laughs> yeah that was fun his thing is he's the uh He's the local band thief. He he tries to get a shirt from every show. Yeah, yeah, which is just the lowest kind of thief because we don't have any money <laughs> ever, like any local band. Yeah, but I was I like, yeah, to... name a local band with money yeah, that doesn't exactly. play covers. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're interested in doing more stuff though. Like I would say, I just had a, an experience where a show or somebody reached out about booking a show, and. It was a time, like, I'm just, like, I guess busy. It was actually for December 15th um, for the day that you guys are doing that pop-up. So I'm kind of stoked that there's nothing going on. But, um, you know, that was an ex- a time when I was like, I really want to help these people out. But it just feels like everything is so booked. And it's a time of the month when, I guess, not a lot of people are doing things. It's the holidays, you know. Oh, but yeah. um, I would love to have more of those spaces. So, pop-up spaces or whatever yeah. i almost feel like there's like a forum a community forum needed where it's like are you willing to host a show mm-hmm. every now and then yeah like on a rotating basis or something because no one can do it for long term but it's true and i found a few um and they're like it'll be five hundred dollars to record <laughs> oh, well i'm like okay never mind yeah yeah I, I i was looking for somebody to like participate right not uh 
not run that's, a business. I right. didn't realize yeah, right, that's right. an okay. That's an interesting concept too, where they're like elite renting their space out. I guess yeah, they're, to they're use the for rental, the venue. Yeah, and uh, which is it gets really the messy when that all gets done. To yeah, I feel like it's going to take people that are interested in music, play music, involved in music, to be like, I have this space. I'm willing to share it. Who else is? Yes. Okay. Let's sh- let's come up with a plan that's like feasible and practical for everybody. So when I was respectful. So when I was traveling in um, Ireland, we went to Belfast in Northern Ireland, mm-hmm. and we found a local uh, music community thing mm-hmm. called Oh Yeah Belfast. Oh yeah, Belfast. <laughs> it was Oh Yeah Belfast. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. And it was a venue. Uh, maybe like 300 people, yeah. maybe a little bit less. Um, and they had a museum of Belfast music and they had a sort of person working at the front and you could talk to them about Belfast music and it was open all day. You could just walk in and there was a lounge and there was a little record store inside of it. Oh wow. There was a little podcast studio inside of yeah. it. Yeah. And uh, just a million flyers and zines and stuff. Oh, that's so cool. I love that too. And yeah. I was thinking, how do they do this? Uh, what's the secret yeah and uh i think it's a sort of a concentrated community space yeah Yeah. like if a hundred thousand people lived in downtown columbia yeah sort of thing and there was just that foot traffic and people could walk by and sort of see the music stuff yeah i do think it takes two like like people that do go out and travel and like um if you are a band like from Columbia, I will speak from like Greenwood, for example. At the time that I was there, this guy, Ken Freeman, played in a lot of punk bands and it was uh-huh. just kind of constantly all over the place. Like shows in Florida, shows in everywhere, you know, and would get make these connections and bring these really cool experiences that I didn't think I would get to have in Gr- Greenwood of all places. Like, see, we got to see like Mice of Men, like in a field and like, um, uh, what was her name um, from she's from Athens Madeline Madeline Adams came and played in somebody's basement and like those are some of my favorite experiences and the fact that he was able to like go out and make connections and bring them back to Greenwood yeah um, that was cool I would love for that to happen here more that's the goal that's the goal so there is a there is a field um, on River Drive across from the community garden uh-huh. and uh, they I had was, an event there Sunday did they? Yeah, I don't, and I didn't. I still, I looked it up. I couldn't find what was going on, but there were food trucks and stuff out there. Oh yeah, really? Yeah. Food. We know the 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 thing about that space is that it's uh, and and it wait, this wasn't across from the community gardens. This oh, was okay. behind it. Oh, in oh, that field. Oh really? Yeah, which oh, is the same yeah. difference. Yeah, yeah. The the eternal um, construction site over yes. there. Yeah, yeah. The rock pile. Yeah, the rock pile. Yeah, where yeah. we played bop it. Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. The boppet bop court. Bop it yeah. court. You're talking yeah. about the boppet court. <laughs> More flipping floor. Um, yeah. Uh, across from the community garden, I just happened to be talking to a buddy of mine. I will not name his name uh, in case I go through with this. I don't want to get him in trouble. But um, he works for Historic Columbia, and uh, he was like, "Yeah, you know." I was like, "I was like, I would love to just do a pop up show in that field." He's like, "Funny you should mention that. It is technically." Um, a public space and that field was, I guess, purchased by the city at some point or the state um, because they were going to run 277 through it and they ended up obviously not. Oh, yeah, yeah. So now it's just there. That's Columbia lore too. 
Oh, really? Yeah, that uh, a lot of people don't know that they were just going to build uh, the interstate connector there. Yeah, yeah. And gave up. Yeah. Yeah. The neighborhoods obviously threw a fit. That would have been a mess. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Can you imagine? So what's the, what's the like, what does that mean for that space? Like that area. It means that uh, you don't need anybody's permission to go just set up a, a show there. All right, let's go. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, we can be inspired from the Pink Floyd Pompeii yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, documentary. It would be like Columbia's Pompeii, but it's uh, where they almost built the interstate. Where they <laughs> almost built the interstate. Uh, so I got a text, and my, my El Rocco friend is Kyle Brown. Kyle Brown. Kyle okay. Brown. Kyle Brown. Right, yeah, Kyle Brown. Got Long Brown here. We're gonna drop in your DMs, Kyle Brown. Uh, Kyle Brown is awesome, and he's a great musician, yeah. and he's probably playing in a band now. But uh, I'll uh, I'll drop a link to his other music because it mm. uh, it didn't last long, and it was really good. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, tell me about what y'all have coming up. So you've been in, in the mm. jam room. Did yeah. you record one yes. song, or were you doing more than one song? Or? Oh no, we did a whole album. You did a whole album. It is. Um, we are in the process of getting everything together and we don't have a release date yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we got in there one day with Jay and knocked out the whole album and just, man, we really, we really nailed it. Everybody Barn did. burner. Yeah. 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 It felt very like, I don't know. It's one, you, part of it is like, you don't want to, we, we don't have like, loads of money <laughs> coming out of our yeah, pockets. Yeah. And Jay was like sweet, like gave us, you know, the good deal and everything. But it's like, this is our style, you know, we go in and we played yeah. this music. So to me, getting it like super fine tuned and spending several days mm-hmm. wouldn't have been. Flippance. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah, exactly. We're always going to be a little unpolished. And um, I, I think we always need to play live in the studio when we record. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, uh, I forgot what I was going to say, but, um, but yeah, we're, well, I think that's really important, um, for a lot of reasons Yeah, and it stands out a lot more these days than it used to, because I think that used to be like the sort of common thing. Right. But now, especially looking at this year's compilation, most of it was one or two people at home and it's not a collaborative effort of a band. Uh, so they're sort of home studio, maybe recording at home, then taking it into a studio, like a hybrid thing. Yeah. And, uh, it's not a live album at all. Yeah. So y'all not like a performed live album, but this is, a. I think that that's oh, really you mean like bands like recorded at home and then pieced. Yeah. Yeah. It's like really common now. And, and a lot of the bands are actually sort of just one person and then they'll have, uh, Somebody like come in and play, yeah, play, yeah, okay. that kind of thing. Yeah. But with y'all, uh, you really get the show, or you get what who you are. You capture that yeah. uh, more on, and I think that's really important these days. I do think, and so. not as common. We didn't have yeah. you in there though, right? At first, when we did record, because uh, I mean, there's some bleed or I guess for whatever reason. Well, well, I was so my my vocal track i did do yeah, yeah. like a, you know Obviously. everybody could hear yeah. me but um i, I was, just remember something about like you not being in the room at one point i was like this feels weird <laughs> yeah yeah I was, I was in a hallway but everybody could hear me oh yeah we, so your cool. energy is like flowing through the wall the it's soundproof walls i was door. trying to but <laughs> yeah. i also yeah I, I was i was holding back on that take because i knew that i had one chance to do everything and i was going to give it my all and then a second take would have just been me way too hoarse to really do anything but, um, but yeah we um <laughs> we we did it and uh we're getting 
I mean, I'm just going to go ahead and, and uh, just say what we got coming up. Go um, we're getting back in there early this December. This will come out next Wednesday, so. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, we're getting back in there early December, and uh, we're going to do uh, a little Christmas A-side, B-side. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. 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 So it, it, we, we did it last year. Mm-hmm. I love... <laughs> I love doing Austin Santa Claus. The yeah, yeah. I just remember Santa Claus. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I love doing Christmas music uh, because I cannot stand Christmas music. Well, uh, send me that, and I'll put it on my DJ list for uh, the December fifteenth. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, we'll That'd be that. good. Yeah, that's yeah. exciting. because um, we did record. We already recorded a Christmas song. Yeah. Um, and I think it's super fun. And I don't even think we've ever played it. No, but who's uh, the main character? Is it Santa or an elf or reindeer? Um, oh, in the song. In the yeah. song. The song is a uh, is about a a guy. I want to see the back of my head for Christmas. Who wants to take his <laughs> take out his eyeballs and put them in a jar so that he can see the back of his head, mm-hmm. and he, that's what he wants for Christmas. What any normal person wants for Christmas, really? Yeah. 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 Also, great stocking stuffer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I imagine an elf getting that work order and being like. God. <laughs> What the fuck do I do with this? <laughs> uh, man, yeah, it was a. Uh, that was, was a, really a lot of fun. Yeah. That was like right when I kind of joined a little bit, not yeah, like maybe two months after I joined. Yeah. And also, I was just like, I wrote this Christmas song, and we literally went to where we were playing and practicing and recording and learned it all right there and then and played it. <laughs> Did it all. <laughs> came it up. Yeah. Came yeah. This is a. Uh, this sounds more like the Die Hard Christmas movie, like his Die Hard a Christmas movie. Because oh, it takes right. place at Christmas, but it's not really a Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah. That's, that seems like a song that takes place at Christmas, but isn't a Christmas is song. Is it a Christmas song? Mm, I, I would say yes. It I is mean, a Christmas look at, song. If you listen to it. And oh, it the has lyrics, the Christmas feel. It definitely has a Christmas feel. There is jingle. There are jingle bells. There are jingle bells. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you're full in there. Yeah, yeah, it's a Christmas song at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, I, I, I love, I think it's a, just a, a goofy <laughs> tradition and uh, I want to keep it going, but we're going to up the ante a little bit this year. You talk about, about writing a list and being a good boy, I think at one point. It's like, yeah. you know, it's oh, a it's, Christmas it's, song. It's, it's a Christmas song. You've got to be good one. to get your eyes in the jar. You it's do. true. Yeah. You get any, yeah. What I always heard That's, when I was a kid. Or really <laughs> naughty. Yeah. One of the two. Yeah, yeah exactly. But yeah, no, it's, um, uh, we'll, we'll have to see what we come up with this year. Yeah. And a show. So we got a show... Next on November the eighteenth mm-hmm. at Art Bar. Art Bar. Oh yeah, that's right. And with who's that with? Bones Hamilton, Nick Malice, another buddy from Athens. Yeah, Nick Malice. We love, yeah. We love Bones Nicholas. is in. Uh, he's my neighbor now. What? Oh, I don't know. I saw it on Instagram last night that uh, him and Emily moved into <gasps> Cotton Town. So. Oh, excellent! I did see that they are looking for plants, boxes, and couches. Maybe oh, just one. I couch. can help them with uh, <laughs> plants. Yeah. So. Yeah. I saw yeah. that. Yeah, I yeah. I'm gonna bring them some plants too. I have some baby propagated plants, so I hope you guys have a box ready. Yeah, I think Meg does too. I'm sorry. I'm sorry yeah. about that. I'm ready to bring plant a plant. Bomb yeah. Well, yeah. Just, everyone don't bring anything functional other than plants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just yeah. plants. Well, oh, cool. Man. Um, yeah. So November 18th, Art Bar. Yep. Probably be there late. Y'all going probably 10:30, 11. <laughs> you want to get there about eight though. Get liquored up. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Yeah. And uh, don't you know. Don't be afraid. I uh, I feel like uh, I feel like a lot of the times at live shows, you know, unless it's people who who come see our shows and and our our fans are kind of apprehensive about the the you know like I'm gonna go crazy and punch somebody in the face. I don't think you're gonna punch somebody in the face. I think you're gonna ride a robot. Oh. Well, 
That's funny. You should say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Actually, you know, last night's show, we actually didn't even. It was a uh, pretty low key for us. I, you know, I feel bad because I did tell Carlin. Carlin was like, you no know, antics. Uh, well, you know, he just he just kind of was like, hey, no what, more what fire. Are you do. Well, well yeah. no, shoot, y- y'all can't, you couldn't bring out the fire before Daikaiju because that's, yeah. that's upstaging them. Yeah, that is, there that's is the no weird, upstaging Daikaiju. Yeah. That so, is the weird thing about playing for, you can't upstage them, but you also don't want to try make to it look like you're trying. Yeah. Oh, that's worse. The, yeah. yeah, the trying and uh, they probably laugh it off like, oh, yeah. good for y'all. And that's also, that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a lot of energy and time, I think. And F, like for, I keep saying energy and it's time, it takes time to think about some of those things. I'm sure for Austin, like he comes up with some wild shit and texts us. Or I'll be like, we're going to go do this. This is what yeah. we're doing, you know? And that, I'm sure, takes effort and time. So it's like when you can conserve your energy just to have fun and go play with a band, like, why go? Why? You know, I'm glad. I had a great time last night. Oh, time, well, so. yeah. And, and, you know, we ended up doing a bunch of wild stuff in the moment. Um, so, you know, every every once in a while, you know, you're, you're, you don't have anything planned and then stuff just happens. But Awesome. Well, yeah. uh, looking forward to the Art Bar Show. Yeah. Looking forward to all you have in store. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, Sarah, I'll let you go on your hike. Cool. Take a hike. <laughs> Literally. She's dressed up to go on a hike. She's going, where are you going hiking? I mean, I'm, I'm going to go. I found, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to Timberman Trail to get Wonderful. to, to yeah. check on my lion's mane. It's my, oh, my it's, gosh. It's my lion's mane. <laughs> uh, I grew one at home. Did you? Uh, the, uh, I ordered one of those bags. Oh, yeah, like a little girl kit. Oh, yeah, yeah. and uh, it, was, it was when they got popular in like 2020, yeah. sort of. Everybody yeah. was at home like, what Everybody can I was at do? Home. So I did a, <laughs> yeah. We did um, Lion's Mane crab cakes, though. Me too. Incredible. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. It's one of my favorite things. Um, yeah. But I was really nervous to eat it. His name was Jafar. I had named the oh, mushroom, yeah. and it got really big. So it was evil. And I, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I so, think of Jafar. But it didn't make me sick or anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I came up. I just came up with Jafar. Jafar. It just talked to me and spoke to me. Oh, uh, but I was I was uh, misting that thing every day. <laughs> and uh, Really? I mean, so I was like, dang, I'm really good at growing mushrooms. Like, yeah. maybe I should do the good kind. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Who knows? Hey. <laughs> Stay tuned. Quit my day job. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. All right. I'll let y'all go. Thank you. Man, thanks, thanks for coming David. on. Yeah, yeah thank you for yeah. having us. It's awesome.